Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. Today is Thursday, August 17th, 2017, so we're talking about energy and industrials. So uh, today we're talking about the solar sector in light of the fact that panels across the U.S. are about to briefly lose something that's somewhat important, the sun. Uh, But first, how's it going, Taylor? It's going pretty well. Solar eclipse episode. You got... uh, you got your, your spot staked out? You got your special glasses and stuff? Or? No glasses. I'm just going to stare right into the sun. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or the lack thereof. <laughs> Sounds like afterward you'll need some glasses. Yeah, then. we'll see. <laughs> might just take my contacts out so they don't melt to my also corneas. You uh, like magnify like a uh-huh. ant or something? Maybe know. maybe contacts plus solar eclipse equals perfect vision. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to that. I'll be in the Outer Banks. So no, that's actually really cool. Should, I should have a decent view. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I wish it was the w- last week because the Perseid meter shower, yeah, rolled through, and you can't see that here in DC. Damn, too much light pollution. Too much light. Yeah. Um, anyways, so first we talk before we talk about solar though, we've got to talk about the other energy source that everybody knows and loves, oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got to wrap about this because it's very odd. Oil's still struggling. Uh, you know can't quite break through 50 bucks a barrel and yet the EIA reported a decline recently a seventh week in a row of crude oil supplies here in the US in inventory mm-hmm. for the week ended August 11th 8.9 million barrels there was a forecast for a decline of 3.6 wow um does this modify your thoughts on the situation at all not really I mean, seven weeks of I yeah, know it's summer it's driving at, season. It's still at like the high end of its multi-year right. range, yeah. so it's not like it's not like we've never seen this before. Yeah, uh, it's still it's still elevated. It's not as drastic as it was maybe seven weeks ago. Right, but we're not we're not at a level where people are scrambling for oil. Yeah, it's uh, it's a curious thing because it comes out and then oil rallies a little bit and then um, it's still hanging out and it, I I think it's just the threat of the shale stuff like well th- you look at that but then you look at um, all the potential wells that are all they need to do is push a button and yeah. frack them and then oil starts pumping that's hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil per day just waiting to be fracked so yeah um, inv- was that inventories like four thousand something uh, like tapped wells basically or something. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but I do remember seeing that uh, last week it was like 70, 73% higher than it, than at this point last year in terms of wells that are drilled but not Just completed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's the most expensive stage, but um, if oil prices rise to $55, $60 a barrel, you're likely to see some buttons being pushed and yeah. some, some fracking explosions under underway. For sure. So, uh, what's this I hear about a tiny Tesla house going on tour in Australia? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, it's. Uh, I, I, I thought I think it should be featured on TLC or something. I mean, they actually. I, f- I feel like I've seen a show, micro houses or well, something. Yeah, like that's what that. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, uh, I've, I often what I've thought about trying to like buy a plot of land and putting like ten of these yeah. on it in DC. That's and a renting business. It out. Yeah. It is, but you, the zoning in DC isn't very friendly. Right now I think the only way you can have one of these little mini houses uh is if you put it on your own property in and like the like backyard. A guest house or yeah, something. Yeah, that kind of deal. Because it's something about attaching it to the public water sources and um they had like a little community of them here at one point in DC. Like there was five to ten houses as like a test site and I think they had to move. But they're easy to move because a Tesla Model X can pull them. 
Oh wow! Which is what's happening here. Which is what's happening here. Yeah. So what are they? Because they're advertising actually the the value of having solar panels on your roof. Yeah, and the, the power wall, the bat the battery storage um, that they're building, and uh, so, so this, this tiny house runs on. It has three. six solar panels. Yeah. I think it's like two kilowatt out two kilowatts of solar energy. Um, and yeah, everything about it is totally generated by that by those solar panels, and it has one Tesla power wall uh, on the outside of it, and it's I think it's. They did this when for Tesla, Tesla the car a while back when they had like they towed an airstream around and people could go inside and uh, they had computers where people could build their own Tesla. Well, here you can go inside of this house and build your own solar installation for your home. Oh wow! Uh, so they're testing it out. If 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 it works, they could probably drive a few more of these around around Australia, maybe the United States, but. Uh, Advertising for the Model X, I guess, and it, for it, their solar roofs, it, which it, the solar roofs threat. are definitely taking off. They they made their first installations in Q2. Uh, they were on uh, some employees' roofs. Um, you know, Elon Musk, obviously. Musk. Well, I'm sure he has it too. But uh, yeah, the solar roof first installations in, in this most recent quarter, and uh, you know, it's pretty darn interesting. They say it's it's uh, more affordable because. It pays for itself over the long run. It's right. uh, stronger and lighter than most normal roof tiles. Even uh, Buffett's uh, right-hand man, Charlie Munger, I remember um, you know, he just asked about the future of energy and all mm-hmm. this stuff or whatever. And this is like, I I don't think I'm going out of bounds here and saying like 10, 15 years ago, he was like, oh, we need to use the sun like a lot. Yeah, and this could be the way. I mean, this is an entire roof covered in uh, little solar panels. Uh, I think they're... Um, what are they calling them here? It's tempered glass, three times stronger than than standard roof tiles and less weight. You know what the funniest part about Musk's you know roof solar thing is? Uh, he always talks about how beautiful they can be. He always talks about how attractive they can be. Well, I mean, you don't want an ugly roof. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's if you got a, if you got a single story house or a multi story house with super slanted roofs, you don't want your neighbors. Wants that. Yeah. You don't want your neighbors rolling around being like, gosh darn it, this guy again with his ugly solar roof. That's because this isn't going to be panels that are a second layer on your roof. This is your actual this roof. This is your roof. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like they're building something on top of your house. It it's as streamlined as tar and tile. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. But it, yeah, kind of the pictures I'm seeing kind of it's kind of got like a little blue tint to it, which is kind of unique. Um, so moving on to the big event of the weekend. Oh yeah, well Monday. Well, must, uh, the twenty first. Yeah, is like, I saw everybody was commuting this weekend. Yeah, um, including you apparently. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be now I'm not going there for this. I'm only going there for a couple of days, Saturday through Tuesday. Cool. So annual reunion oh, with of the fam. friends. Yeah, no oh friends. Oh, yeah. ah, there you go. Uh, well, I hope you have a good time. I hope so too. Um, but uh, total solar eclipse cutting across North America. Yeah, basically uh, from Oregon to South Carolina is a yeah. direct route. Um, so I initially thought that because um, there was a, a total solar eclipse. I think it was a grade school or something. We made the box thing. Yep, you, did that. You know, mm-hmm. I was um, there for that. And I, don't, I, I obviously don't have a huge recollection or whatever, but I, I remember like kind of being underwhelmed. And well, like, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's like three it's minutes. Still, I can still see. Like, I was a kid, and I'm like imagining complete darkness yeah, or something. It's not as like, cool as not, you might think. Um, I mean, but in a way, it is cool. But yeah. bottom line, right? So I, because of that, I was like, uh, solar arrays will be fine. There's still light. 
coming mm-hmm. is you know they'll be fine or whatever turns out there's a decent amount of energy that's going to be missed out on here. yeah i mean you get ambient light you're not going to get the direct power of the sun right which is uh which what is what point. solar panels need so there's around 1900 utility scale solar installations in the u.s which is way and, more than most people would think yeah but. i mean that number caught me off guard when i first when i first read it a while back um and a lot of those are going to be impacted to varying degrees if you're in the direct line, you could have a hundred percent totality of like loss of power at these plants, and the the majority of those nineteen hundred don't fall in that one hundred percent totality right. range. You've got a lot in Southern California that will probably be in the sixty to eighty percent totality, and some in North Carolina and Georgia and South Carolina that are uh, in the ninety percent range. So, have you seen many estimates as to how long? We're talking here. Like well, I saw one for California, which is the largest solar uh, producing state, solar power producing state in the union. Um, produce about forty percent of solar power in the U.S., and they they say that they're expecting to lose fifty percent of their power generation from solar from about nine a.m. to noon. So three hours, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna guess three. I, this seems like a four-hour thing. Yeah. So. Um, and so they're gonna be relying heavily on hydropower, natural gas, maybe. Um, if nuclear can kick in a little bit more, but the base load is really going to be tested after being able to rely on. This is why you have a power wall. This is why you have. A, <laughs> this is why you have a Tesla power wall. Exactly. If you're in Australia and uh, you happen to see that car rolling around, go ahead yeah. and order one, or just log online and I, do it. I remember it was obviously. I mean, it, it worked. It worked, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, I remember when Musk introduced the power wall. It, like he had the big thing in a warehouse yeah, and all yeah. stuff, and they like had them all hidden or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, and look, they're powering this room." And like he had a bunch of them lined uh, up, but they were powering the whole building. It's they're like, pretty oh. sweet. I mean, they are very streamlined, um, and they're not as big as you would think to power your entire home. Yeah, how? Because I'm pic- I think they're only a three few feet, feet tall yeah. and like less than a foot thick, maybe maybe a foot yeah. thick. It's yeah. just a bunch of lithium uh-huh. in there, basically. Exactly. Yeah, a bunch of lithium. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, <laughs> So you can either use that to power your house, or if you're like Australia, you can use uh, 100 megawatts or 129 megawatt hours from the the uh, battery power packs system that they won the auction for. I want to use my Solar City Tesla roof to power up my power wall to charge up my SpaceX rocket. And One I'm day, go to Mars in it. One day, <laughs> and then you can land that rocket back uh, on your driveway. Yes, and. My, my my Tesla car somehow turns into the rocket. I don't know. I actually rode in my Model X uh, a few weekends ago in Dallas. It was a it was a Uber that picked us. No picked way. Us up, took us to the airport. Was it a driverless one? He did do some driverless stuff. You're on the lying highway. on the freeway. No, on the freeway. Sweet. So what's yeah. it like? He's just like playing a game or like what happened? I mean, he kept his hands near the steering wheel, but they were completely off for several miles. That's fun. Yeah, I'll never forget the the. Full.com writer Dan Sparks, he he lives in Colorado, mm-hmm. I believe, and he he owns a Tesla. Uh-huh. And he he wrote an article about. I think he let his car go like ninety miles. Yeah, I mean, it, we obviously saw it was possible. One thing I will criticize though is the backs of the seats are like this plasticky material, and this in the Tesla, yeah, and they were at least the, the oh for row, the Uber he did it to protect his car. No, 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 there was actually part of the car, and they were all scratched up. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know if Elon that was Musk, like a base model. If, you, if or, you're listening, yeah, yeah, step your back of the seat game up. Jeez, man. Jeez, man. Well, I was in like the third row because we had a packed packed house. Oh wow. Had to climb out of those gold wing. Oh, doors. you said it was an X. Yeah, an X. The X, SUV. Yeah, yeah, the SUV looking thing. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the doors? They're Everybody, pretty cool. I you mean, like they're them? they're tricked out. They. Uh, what do you mean tricked out? I mean, it's it's like a 
What you mean, like gold? Pimp my ride on them? Deal. <laughs> no. The doors were pimped out. I mean, it's a pimped out feature. Oh, tricked out feature. I was like, they decorated the no, falcon I wing mean, doors. Just, the fact that you have gold wing doors that can adjust to the width of the parking space if you have two cars on either side of you. It's kind of cool. That's pretty tricked out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because uh, there, there was only one or two reactions when that got announced. It yeah. It was sheer confusion. Flair for the dramatic. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we head out here, did you hear about this um, ITC Trade Commission? They got a request from some solar panel manufacturers to place tariffs on imported solar cells. They're actually the solar cell manufacturers. Oh, there the, we go. Not yeah, the panel manufacturers. No problem. Um, I, I kind of read that wrong myself the first time. Uh, but yeah, one of them is no longer a cell manufacturer because they went bankrupt. Uh, that would be uh, Suniva. And uh, then you've got one other company coming out trying to get some tariffs or some floor prices set on Sell imp- solar cell imports because they say China's just flooding the market in other Southeast Asian countries. So um, I'm very interested to know, and I, I didn't see it mm-hmm. in uh, any of our reading, very interested to see what First Solar and SunPower would have to say about this. Well, because- Goldman Sachs said that SunPower is one of the companies that could be hurt if they have that's, a That's what I was about to get tariff. at. Yeah. yeah. Because they've, they've shifted. They're like, there's just no way mm-hmm. we can compete with these Chinese manufacturers. Yes. Like, we're not even going to try. But and like they 60% are, of our cells come from China, Taiwan. Well, so that's just it. They yeah. are America is an advanced manufacturing country. Mm-hmm. We make like Boeing airplanes and stuff. So what they're doing is they're taking the the cells mm-hmm. that are low cost and we can't possibly make and combining them into advanced modules. Right. Yep. So they're importing them from China and then they're putting them together in something more advanced. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be working out for everybody, and this would be bad for them. Yeah, you've got um, efficiencies going up, prices are coming down. Uh, so they say the the solar energy in- industries of America, kind of like the spokes, kind of like the spokesman, spokesperson yeah. of the solar industry here in the United States. Um, they basically said that it could kill like up to eighty thousand jobs if it's, this if this goes through. I'm very curious in the solar industry. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it begs the question because um, obviously um, we've become a little bit more nationalistic protectionist yeah. in the last year or so. Um, but since World War II, we've been as free market as we possibly yeah. could. I'm very That's... curious what will happen here because the argument against it, of course, is if you coddle American manufacturers, they will make crap. Well, yourselves. the funny thing is, is I read that these two companies, one of them is like 60% owned by a Chinese company. Oh. And the other one is well, a German company. They just, they're based here. And, um, this sounds ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're arguing for tariffs of imported cells to the United States and their foreign companies majority, majorly themselves. So kind of, kind of interesting little tangent there. But, uh, this, the, the ruling from the FTC comes out the day after the solar eclipse, September, or actually, sorry, a month from the solar eclipse, September 22nd. Wow. So we'll see how that goes. Um, there's a few distractions right now on Capitol Hill, so a few. <laughs> we'll see if this garners any attention. But uh, you've got the majority of the industry here in the United States saying that it's a non-starter, and if if these tariffs or floors are instituted, some jobs will be lost and some companies could be hurt. Goldman Sachs lumped Sunrun and Vivant Vivant Solar in there as well um, with SunPower. So yeah, I think it'd be a little shocking to see these two companies, one of which is bankrupt. Win, or win, something. win, and, and have a tariff uh, levied against these cells to impact one of the fastest growing energy industries 
in the country. Very good. Yes, well, thank, sir. Thank you for your thoughts. Yeah, man. And that is it for us, folks. Be sure and tune in tomorrow for the Technology Show with Dylan Lewis. If you're a loyal listener and have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Just email us at industryfocus at fool.com. Once again, that is industryfocus at fool.com. As always, people in this program may have interests in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Taylor Markman, I am Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on.